welcome to episode two of this binge watcher's life taking a look at the show titans today's episode is called hawk and dove so to just real quick preface this episode we just came back off of rachel brutally killing the guy that killed her mother yeah generic bad guy (laughs) and then robin basically taking her in kind of putting her under his wing Mm -hmm. and they're driving off yeah it was definitely you know as we said in the last episode um the weakest of the season but definitely a great start and episode two just builds on that and we have another you know really good episode this one was really interesting the way they started off um they had a new character tied up you know in chains um we know he's some type of superhero he's in a mask and he's being tortured because he got captured by the bad guys you know all standard stuff until one of the torturers is like pull his pants down and the rest of the bad guys are like what are you talking about and he like pulls out like scissors like pliers scissors and everyone's like yeah so definitely oh like this episode you have a random superhero being strung up and weird <laughs> weird tortures happening and definitely then, you know the dark torture <laughs> yeah. dark spin on everything in show. we go from child trafficking to an inappropriate <laughs> um and then she's being saved by this vigilante girl yeah, we still don't know the names of these superheroes. Still unidentified. There's random people in costumes at this point to us. Yeah, but the guy who's being who's chained up gets saved by this girl who's in mask also. She takes down everyone, and then the main torturer guy runs off. Um, and then she kind of goes over, and they have like a little flirty moment before you know it cuts away to the next yeah, it's scene. It's kind of a cool dramatic entrance, the light shutting down and everything. But the fighting in this show is not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, they definitely have someone there training them on how to fight properly because I really like the fight scene so far. Yeah. So these two characters are revealed to be Hawk and Dove, and they're a superhero couple based in DC. And they are played by, well, Dove is played by the great Minka Kelly. Heartthrob, childhood, (laughs) Friday Night Lights. Oh my God. Friday Night Lights is one of my favorite shows ever. And when I saw Lila Garrity on this show, I was like, what? And what is that? And Hawk is played by one of my favorite guys. Um, <laughs> Alan Richson. Alan Richson. But Ritson, right? more importantly, we know him as Thad Castle from Blue Mountain State. Thad Castle, one of the greatest characters ever made. <laughs> After this fight scene, he goes back and he's injecting like some shots and stuff into himself. So I thought it would be like the rabies or something. <laughs> too. Oh, man. Definitely, when I saw that it was Thad Castle and Lila Garrity, I was like, man, this is the best casting awesome. they've had. <laughs> yeah. This might be better than their casting the actual <laughs> superheroes. But yeah, so we see him, he's really injured, and, you know, I was about to say Lila. <laughs> Dove is really worried about him. She's like, you know, we need to, like, stop this. And he's like, yeah, let me just take down this guy once and for all. So um, they're clearly planning on stopping some sort of undercover operation. And they plan for a job, one last job. That's always, always say. one last job. Always one last job. You heard it in Fast and Furious, I don't know, 50 times. One <laughs> last ride, one last ride, one last ride. After the eighth one, they keep their, I don't know what they're <laughs> But yeah, so we, you know, we get some character development. We find out that they've been together for like three and a half years. Um, 
and they're happily in love they're doing this together but they both want to get out so they can just you know stop being injured all the time we get a small little flashback um of we don't know how many years ago but it's them two and robin and so that was really Ooh. cool yeah this was when he was still robin and not like robin under batman's yeah knowledge. yeah but he was like oh yeah he doesn't know i'm out here with y'all oh yeah you're playing with the bad kids tonight i was once again all trying to be like edgy and stuff yeah. <laughs> but i liked it. i like the i like the introduction of these characters and i like the you know development that they had with them but i also don't know if that's just because i was really excited to see that castle and my legality it could be <laughs> but overall it was good yeah and then we return to our main characters dick and rachel who are cruising down the highway and they take a stop at a diner and we can see dick grayson trying to be like a fatherly figure you know he's trying to uh really be like the single dad role he's like so when does this darkness come out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like it's kind of like a weird very awkward kind of like bondage moment between the two but it's cute yeah i mean we get it because rachel there's no reason for her to trust anyone right now yeah. and so she's still very wary because everywhere she's turned literally in the first episode someone tried to kill her yeah no, it hasn't been good hasn't been good and then she doesn't have really any answers and then we go back to detroit and we see dick's partner amy getting a talk from the medical examiner and you see the um autopsy that's being done to the guy that rachel killed in the last part of the first episode yeah generic bad guy like the medical examiner is like his insides are all crushed like i don't know how this happened it's really crazy and and what could be one of the lines of the shows he's like this was effing biblical it's like they always got to put the f word before stuff to make it like (laughs) of course he was busy but yeah and then but then he points out that like on the guy's back there was a raven and i'm wondering if there's a raven there because rachel like this darkness thing killed him or because he was part of the cult behind her and something. I think it was. I think it's the latter. The cult. Yeah, I think it's the cult. Okay, yeah, that's probably why. That makes more sense of why he has a raven tattoo. Yeah, and then back on the road trip, you see Dick calling a favor from none other than Alfred the Butler. Alfred. So we get another homage shot, um, little moment to someone in the DCU. Alfred may be one of the best characters ever. Like, he's just always dope. Yeah. But yeah, so then we have, they're at like some motel and Dick steps out for some reason and he... Oh, leaving the girl, man. I don't, nice right? Like, what, what are you doing, man? And he gets a call from Amy and she's like, hey, where you at, man? Like, do you have a job? Yo, what's up, partner? You gonna help me out here or what? <laughs> and she's like, hey, I'm gonna send you some documents. There's some really crazy stuff going on. And we go back to the motel room where Rachel is, and she has like one of his briefcases. He has a lot of briefcases. A lot. And so I'm guessing this one is from work. This is the work briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the job. Yeah. And this one has a printer or like a fax machine built in. And I was like, bro, who does this to? <laughs> but he, so a printout of the guy comes like on like the, what is it? The, the dash. The autopsy table. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And Rachel just freaks out. Like, she sees the dead body, remembers the guy, and just, like, goes ballistic and stuff. And that's when... Yeah, and that's when uh, Dick finds her again, like, just all scared and everything. He really needs to stop leaving her. Yeah, he does, and it doesn't 
doesn't get any better, especially <laughs> in this episode. No, this whole episode is just Dick being ridiculous. Yeah. So then we get introduced. We go to St. Louis, and it's like just a weird scene, like a 1950s-esque show tunes playing in the background, and you just see the stereotypical white family. There's a son, a daughter, and a mom, and um, the dad goes to answer the door. And real quick, they're playing Monopoly at breakfast. Like, who does that? I feel like that's even too white for white people. <laughs> I don't know, man. The 50s are a weird time. So the, the doorbell rings, the, the dad goes to answer the door, and it's a white guy that just says he's been activated. And then he goes back to his family and tells them that they're going on a trip. Yeah, and then they all take out, like, these blue, like, vials to, like, shoot, and they're, they're like, who wants to go them. first? Yeah, like, the daughter's like, me, me, me. Like, everyone's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. So actually, I looked this up. This is actually a villain character in the comics as well. This is like an old one as well, because this is what they've been doing with this, like you know, show on the DC streaming. They've been trying to find these characters that you know have been kind of forgotten that they can start using again. Um, and this one is literally called the Nuclear Family, and it's basically always a mom, dad, uh, and a brother and sister, and they have some type of you know super strength or like you know something like that, which just makes them a really good like villain group. To be like a you know, you know this fight. reminded me of did you ever watch Codename Kids Next Door? Girl? Yes. You know the, the like the father. Yeah, the yeah. Had the little family. The bad kids. I remember that. This That's is exactly what that. exactly what it's like. <laughs> That's so true. Called. The kids not next door, but. <laughs> <laughs> the kids not next door. Okay, so while Nadim looks up who the uh, bad kids in Kids Next Door was, we're gonna get through more of the episode. Basically, the next scene is kind of just a little bit more of like filler slash character development where Rachel and Dick are back in the car and they're driving to meet their old friends. And they do a little bit more of, oh man, you know, who's Bruce Wayne? Are you okay? It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. But then we finally get to the characters, you know, meeting and obviously Dick's old friends are the people we got introduced to at the start of the episode, Hawk and Dove. The delightful children from down the lane. That's what the delightful called. children. That's basically what this was. In this movie. basically was the delightful children, the delightful family from down the lane. Yeah. So then we have a really cool interaction between Dick and Doc. I was gonna say Don. Oh, your name is Don. Yeah, they they do that weird thing where like his name is Hank and his superhero character is Hawk, Hawk. and she's Don and plays Dove. But then it gets really confusing when you're trying to say who's yeah, like yeah. what name it is. So we see their first interaction. And Dick opens the door, and uh, he goes, can we talk? And then she goes, you're about four years late, but sure. And I was like, ooh, there's something there. And then uh, Rachel meets Dove, and she shakes her hand, and then there's like a glimpse, like a flashback to the past, and you see there's history between Dick and Dove. Yeah, we get, we get more of like, these are some of Rachel's powers. She had a little bit of that in episode one, and more of in episode two, where like if she touches someone, she can see what they're feeling, and like you know what's going on in their head, and like all the memories that are servicing. Um, but we also get a little bit more of timeline because earlier we see that Hank and Don have been together three and a half years. And what happened right before that? And she's like, "You're four years too late." And I was like, "Oh man, all right, something happened." Yeah. So then we see um, Dick and Dove basically. Know, chatting and uh, uh, catching up on the roof of their place 
And, you know, she asks, like, the general questions that literally everyone in the show asks <laughs> Dick Grayson when they find out that he's Robin. It's, oh, how's Batman? <laughs> like, she knows, right? And she's yeah. like, but I'm guessing they haven't talked for so long. She's like, you're a detective now. Yeah, yeah. What's all that about? This is, like, just, like, basic catching up with friends and stuff. And then she asks, uh, or Dick asks, like, why they haven't quit yet. And because, obviously, she was, tell- or she was telling him about what Hank's injuries yeah she was like it's getting pretty bad but obviously she's like we have one last job yeah one last job and then Hank comes home and he sees the two of them and it's like not happy at all (laughs) and obviously something happened four years or three and a half years ago he knows about it he just was hoping that it wouldn't come back and he was good for four years but more importantly why is Thad Castle jealous of anyone like (laughs) I mean Thad Castle's crazy so (laughs) Four years. She's like four years out of Blue Mountain State. I thought this is like <laughs> in the bag. Oh man, it's been four years since she moved from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and then um uh Dove Don Dove suggests that Dick helps them with their little mission, their one last <laughs> job that they have and Hank's just completely against them. Yeah. He's not having it. And then we get a little bit more character development. Um Dove and Rachel go out shopping while Dick goes to meet with Alfred and get some money. I don't remember this scene happening, um, but it did because he gets money somehow. <laughs> I remember him getting money, but I don't remember I like remember him being at a bank. Yeah, I don't think they ever showed Alfred. I'm pretty sure of that, right? Um, but yeah, so then they come back and you know Rachel is watching Game of Thrones again. And real quick, what I wanted to point out was earlier in this season, no, sorry, not earlier in the season, earlier in the episode, she was watching Game of Thrones at the motel. And then she's watching Game of Thrones again at the at Dove's place. But Dove goes, or like she finds out from Dove that like Khaleesi has dragons. And she's like, oh my God, she gets dragons. I got to keep watching. But the episode she was watching in the motel was like from season two or three where dragons had already come out. So it's like, where are you at in the show? Timeline doesn't match up, bro. It's off. Like, it's off. Who cares about the Titans timeline? I'm worried about the Game of Thrones timeline. You're watching these episodes out of order. But yeah, so then Dick and Dove are like talking again. Once again, I don't know where Hank keeps going to, you know, create these situations of Dick and Dove yeah, by themselves. He's still a linebacker at Blue Mountain. <laughs> he's got to make sure he's good. He's at the gym or something, probably, making sure his football's good or something. <laughs> and it's so funny. Well, I guess we'll talk about this later in the show. But, but yeah. it's hilarious that, like, that when they show, like, you know, Hank. Oh, yeah. football player. <laughs> Look, the guy is built to be a football player. For real. But, yeah, so and then. you know he was Aquaman in Smallville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> DC loves him. DC loves him. But yeah, so then Dick tries to talk to Dove about taking some money and like letting him leave Rachel there, and she's just like, "Man, who are you like now? Like, what has been going on and with this you?" This is so like I just don't understand because we're not really sure about what Dick's objective is and what he's trying to do like in life. Yeah, and because he clearly doesn't want to be a cop, but he's a cop. He doesn't want to have any partners, but he's a partner. He doesn't want to take Rachel in, but he takes Rachel in. Like He's understand. very confused. Yeah. But I also don't get why this was such of like a, an offensive thing. He was like, I'll give you some money. Just take care of her for a little bit. Like, let her stay here for a bit. Yeah. And like, I think he thought that they were like better suited like parents. Yeah. I don't know why. For me, this wasn't like, wouldn't be such an offensive thing if I was like Hank and Dove. Like, it's like, okay, 
something's going on with this girl and dick he just needs us to take care of her for a bit he's paying us let him pay us for a bit right like that'll help but i don't know for them it was like you've changed man and once again hank comes back sees the worst right the worst moment because you see dub trying to like comfort dick (laughs) and he comes in and he's pissed and but then while they're all yelling and stuff rachel's like stop it and like the darkness shatters the windows and stuff so they probably actually should take some money from Dick just to replace the windows. <laughs> some of the money back. And then um, back in Detroit, you have Dick's partner that goes to her apartment, just chilling, and then the nuclear family from St. Louis comes. I had a problem with this as well. Amy comes home. She, you know, she opens the fridge, gets some wine, pops it open and stuff. She then sees a random girl crouched in the corner of her apartment, and as a detective, you know, in a police uh force she doesn't immediately pull out her gun and be like what are you doing in my apartment she's like oh are you okay what's going on like how did this girl get in your apartment yeah, uh, why are you not that. freaked out why have you not pulled out your gun why is it not oh, on you like we've seen the news you should have shot the girl first yeah. <laughs> yes. like so dang. we see that basically what ends up happening she gives up dick's location and then we go back to a little drama house <laughs> and we see that dove and dick are trying to comf- uh, comfort rachel and um it's just basically dick and rachel just going through it and he's like i'm i have a problem with helping people i do bad things for good reasons and rachel's just over him yeah no definitely this was kind of like rachel's like look you were just gonna leave me again like i asked you not to leave me <laughs> specifically and you're like yeah i won't leave you and then you're like gonna leave me but then we we jump into the d- arms deal the one last job right we finally get to the one last job and hank and dove are clearly outmatched i don't i don't get this because it's not even like they have superpowers they're not the best of fighters either they're just like like hank's just built and yeah. Dove is like a gymnast i feel like or ballet i don't know i feel like they like because earlier like dick you know does his whole like i have high tech i saw the scene there's a lot of people there don't go but they, they still go because hank is hank but i feel like they've been doing this for four years plus now right like i feel like a couple bad guys shouldn't be a problem or maybe it's just because they've been doing it so long like I mean, they're not the as two good scenes that we've seen they were one outmatched and then the first one they were yeah like how are they still alive <laughs> how is he doing it i don't understand i feel like they just they underplayed their skills too much where i don't even feel like they're good superheroes um, and the fact that they get captured by the same guy from the opening scene, the same he's like, oh, I finally get my chance to use my dirty torture. Right? He like pulls up the same scissors. Same he's like, you. <laughs> I got you again. And then you have the save by Robin. Another amazing action scene that we see, just brutal violence. And the way he enters, he takes, he gets in like they're all standing around, Hawk and Dove. And he comes and he grabs like the the doctor whatever with like the scissors. He grabs it. He stabs the guy's own like private parts with yeah. it. So like the guy he wanted to stab someone else's, but he got stabbed there. Oh for two, buddy. Oh for two on that one. <laughs> and we get like the the Robin battering and like guys' faces. We get crazy, crazy violent. Um, and then you saw this is the first time Dove really sees that side of Dick. Yeah, what he's become like the yeah. violent, violent Robin and stuff. Uh, even even Hawk is like, what the hell, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> so it was still another great, I think definitely a great fight scene. Um, and not just a great fight scene, but really good character development because we see how far Robin goes again. 
Um, and we see how Hawk and Delp are like, oh, wow, he has really changed. Like, this isn't Robin since the start. This is recent Robin. Yeah. And then we go back to the apartment, and oh, boy, the, oh, yeah. boy. We have Raven finding the envelope with the money and the letters that Dick had, and she was not happy about it at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're, they're on the roof, and her and Dick are arguing, and then Hawk and Dove, or Dove and Hank are arguing, and basically everyone's arguing until we finally get the climactic aspect of this scene. The St. Louis cult family, the <laughs> nuclear family, coming out of nowhere, just through the door that yeah. they came from. Um, and, and of course, it's like this stereotypical 1950s family, everyone on the roof is like, who the hell are y'all? Like, why should we even, like, care? Until they just start getting beat. Yeah, they like, just start wrecking them. Hank gets wrecked. Dove gets wrecked. Like, everyone just and gets Dick wrecked. gets wrecked. And then they throw Dove off the roof. She lands on a car, and she's just out. Yeah, very brutal. And um, Hawk is just laying there. And then they kidnap Rachel. They take Rachel, and Dick is just, you know, trying to help Dove because, you know, he, she's been thrown off the roof and stuff. And then and we cut to They her. almost threw off Dick, too. He was, like, hanging on to the yeah. roof as well. So we had to climb back up. And then, yeah, it was... Um, and then he goes in, he tries to do CPR on Dove, and then Rachel being kidnapped, and that's it. Yeah, it was a great end to episode two. Crazy cliffhanger. We didn't have any Starfire. We didn't have any Beast Boy, but it was still a great episode. Still waiting on that Beast Boy. <laughs> I'm waiting for a whole season of Beast Boy at this yeah. point. Um, but it was great. It was a much better episode than the first one, for sure. Yeah, what's your, what's your rating for this one? This is more of a 7.5. Yeah, I, I put it at an 8, just because I got I got Lila Garrity and Thad Castle in it, so the, that, that butts me. The personal, personal intake, intake in it. But yeah, I, I definitely like the the use of like this nuclear family. You know, they're not a villain that... It's not like they just introduced like a standard villain and stuff. I, mean, I feel like the one thing I didn't like was like the methods that they used. Like when they went to Amy's place and that was kind of a weird scene. Yeah. And then they just show up at the <laughs> But it was cool. The ending was cool. The definite fight scene with uh, Robin saving both of them, that was really cool. Yeah. So that- a good episode for sure. For sure. Robin Robin really shined in that fight scene, but Dick, we're still very confused on what he's been trying to do. What is he going to yeah, do? because he's like a f- hero, but like an anti-hero at the same time. And, and then it's like, if he did leave Rachel out. there, was he going to go figure out what's wrong with her? Or is he just going to go back to Detroit and be a detective? Is he trying to go to Gotham? Like, what's uh. he doing? Is he trying to get help? So, much to figure out. But, a good episode, and we're going to come back with episode three next time. Yeah, catch us in a few days. We'll have episode three out for y'all soon. This is Ziad Dadaboy. You can find me at at ZBHOY. And Nadim Azamadine at Nadimin22 and at Nadimin22 on Twitter. You've been listening to This Binge Watchers Life. Catch you next time. Peace.